Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello there and welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I am your host, Lydia Pierre, CEO of Pierre Branding Group. And today we have a very special and interesting guest with us today. His name is Rich Radinsky, and he is the owner and founder of Tragic, which is a technology-focused digital service provider that solves gaps for those who are in that space. And he also has a unique product that they've, they're launching called Drivey. He's going to tell us all about these amazing tech solutions, as well as his journey in the tech space. Hey, Rich. Hey, Lydia. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you for being on. So excited to have you and to hear all about the amazing things you're doing in the technology space. So... <laughs> Um, I would love to hear more about how you got into technology because, you know, technology seems to be a buzzword now, right? People talk tech (laughs) this, tech that, fintech this, everything's technology. Absolutely. What made made you get into this space and take it on for yourself? Yeah, no, I mean, I've always been a computer nerd since I was a little kid. Uh, breaking my parents' computer and then putting it back together. And, uh, you know, so I always saw myself into this space, but actually after college, I ended up uh, kind of pursuing something in the music industry, um, going down that uh, route and like uh, doing recording and stuff like that. But uh, that was right when like Pro Tools was really starting to hit off and it was kind of really Mm -hmm. disruptive and uh, it was hard to find a job. So I fell back on my um, default of my prior experience of just building websites. And I got a job at an agency and uh, learned all about web development and really loved the space and loved to just, you know, build things and create things from nothing. Um, And then uh, during the uh, it was actually right at the 2008, uh, you know, very similar to what we're doing now. It was like during the you know recession and it was again, hard to find a job. Um, and I saw, and I found that my consulting was starting to take off you know, I just used to build things on the side. Um, and so I decided just to invest in that and I went all in. Uh, so I started tragic in 2009, quite a, quite a while ago. And I've just been building it organically step-by-step, step, you know, and building it from my own consultancy to this, you know, really great powerhouse uh, team that I have today. Awesome. That's amazing. And I want to talk a little bit more about that journey because, um, you said you started in 2009, right, yeah. right after the recession. So yeah. similar to how, like you said, with, with kind of, it's crazy how history repeats itself, right? Absolutely. Those <laughs> trends after, just keep coming back. It yeah. just keeps coming back. So it's interesting how in 2020 with the pandemic, a lot of businesses started right after that or in the midst of that. And those yeah. are a lot of the thriving businesses we see today. Yeah. Talk about what your experience was in terms of starting right after the pandemic, um, after the recession, but also becoming something because consulting back then, I know it was a thing, but in this space that you're in is a new thing. 
So what was that like being a pioneer or kind of like an entrepreneur in the true sense of the word in that space? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely, it was really interesting. And I was, it's quite spot on. Like, um, you know, back then there wasn't really a lot of like technology consulting. It was a lot of creative agencies or yeah. digital agencies. Um, and then there were some, but it was maybe a little bit more, a lot of like overseas solutions. And there's a lot of sh- struggles and challenges that came from that. And not that there wasn't, you know, development consulting shops, but I think it was a lot fewer and far between, you know? Um, so, uh, I just found uh, a little niche, like helping other agencies with their really technical projects. So they're all kind of creative minded people and they needed somebody to come in and help them scope out and execute the technical end of it. So I took that challenge on initially we started as like a white label solution. So we were working with other businesses, uh, and that was like an easy way to get in and get moving. Cause we kind of had, you know, we didn't have a really big presence, really big marketing budget, you know, cause this was just myself consulting. So, um, this, you know, my whole entire journey has been about like just building organically step-by-step seeing where there's opportunity and leaning into that until I find the you know route that works best. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I love that you allowed yourself the time and space to kind of figure things out along the way, because a lot of times we feel like we won't start or won't get in until we know exactly what we're doing and how we want to position it. But sometimes you just got to get in there. No, that's that's how we build software. You have to go iteratively because if you, you know, scope and plan everything out, then you don't know all the intricacies of it and you're going to hit a stumble and then your whole plan is going to fall apart. So it's a lot better to like build a framework, build an overall goal or path that you're trying to get, but then look at the step-by-step, you know, where your opportunities, you know, in that path and always be ready to pivot and change. Um, Because if you get too stuck in like, this is how it has to be, you're going to miss opportunities along the way. Oh, wow. And that is, that's this great metaphor for just life in general, (laughs) (laughs) but especially for the life of an entrepreneur, because if you, if you feel that, because entrepreneurism is about going into a space that no one else is, right? It's about creating something new, innovative, all of that good stuff. So there really is no blueprint. There is no bl- a trail that was blazed before. So that's the idea is going, just doing it and being that, that trailblazer mm-hmm. and creating that new space for yourself. And ideally mm-hmm. that's how you stand out from everyone else, especially in what you do. So how did you come up with the name Tragic? Uh, it's, it's kind of a funny story. It's a little bit of like the chicken and the egg, you know, I, this is actually uh, something it was, uh, I had come up with the name and used the brand for like my old college portfolio when I was like doing digital, uh, just websites and stuff like that for, for college. Um, and then I ended up leaning on it, uh, during that time, like all the agencies were called media. Um, that was just like what all the digital agencies were using. And then, so we had like tragic media was like our name. And then over the years we evolved it down to just tragic. Uh, but really like the, the crux of it is, is that just that like technology can be really challenging for, for a lot of businesses and for like non-technical founders. Um, and we help save you from technology tragedies. We make sure that we have your best interests in mind. You know, we take you, lead you along the way, step-by-step, help you to make informed decisions and keep you from, you know, just making any big mistakes that are going to come back and bite you later. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So of course you come in and you just kind of analyze. And I know, I know you mentioned that you are the technical solution for the creatives, right? But you're a creative as well in a sense, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we have, you know, we have a design team and we have designers that help, but uh, a lot of times we, uh, well, especially early on, we were just technical and we just worked a lot with other 
you know, consultancies that were doing more design creative services. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, we know we uh, work with businesses, we work with startup founders, and a lot of them don't have teams. You know, they're focused on, you know, their product or on their, you know, unique solution or their offering. Um, and we come in and we can be their full, you know, digital team, help them with all their technology uh, as well as their digital design, or we can just augment and scale that. So if they just need like a cloud team, if they have a great software team and they have designers, but they just need a really solid DevOps cloud team, like we can augment a team. So we really like try to understand what are your goals? You know, what are your constraints? What's your budget? And then we figure out the best team and the best solution within that. And then we just grow with you and we can adjust and augment that team. So as new initiatives come, new goals come, or, you know, changes happen in your plan, we can help support that. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So are you, would you say that you're part of the team, essentially become part of their team? Yeah, no, that's, that's one of like our, really one of our core offerings is we really deeply integrate in. So even a lot of times we have like, we'll communicate on the Teams platform. So like we use Slack internally, but some of our clients are on Teams or on uh, other chat platforms and we'll even, you know, get on there so that we're communicating where they are, the way that they want to be. We can deeply work with their team members or we can also work on the outside. Uh, A lot of times when we're engaging with larger companies uh, that have really big teams, they just have overflow projects and they just need an expert to come in and just tackle that and make sure, you know, they, they don't have to, overstress about it or micromanage it. They can just give us the requirements, give us the budget, give us the goals, and we can, you know, make that happen. Right, right. And I know you spoke to a couple of different um, tools that people can use, such as Slack and Teams and things of that nature. I know a lot of times companies have several different um, spaces, especially when it comes to cloud-based information and things like that, that they use or cloud-based tools. Um, I know Drivey, is the way that you can be able to have everything in one place, correct? Yeah, we're really excited about Drivey. Drivey's mm-hmm. uh, our little, you know, speaking to uh, what we were talking about earlier about that, like seeing opportunity along your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, during the pandemic, um, things slowed down a little bit in the consultancy because all the businesses kind of just put the brakes on everything while they figured out what was happening. Right. Um, we were able to uh, use that time to invest in some of our own products. We built, you know, we're developing two of our own SaaS uh, platforms that, you know, are going to help aim to help uh, businesses and, and 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 also a lot of uh, focus on agency, you know, kind of tools and stuff. Uh, but Drive is a really cool solution. We're taking it to market in the next few weeks. It's uh, available for open beta. If anybody wants to sign up, they'll get an invite for that. Um, and it's just a, it's a, uh, multi-cloud uh, file management solution. So a lot of times when you're, you know, running a business, you end up with multiple uh, storage solutions, you know, especially if you're in client services, clients share documents with you across yeah. all these different drives and trying to keep track of them all um, or managing your files between it all can be super annoying and overwhelming, time-consuming, yeah. all these things. Um, so Drive is just like a really nice, clean interface to handle your Google Drive, your OneDrive, your Dropbox. Uh, it also does more advanced things like AWS and Google Cloud. So you can connect to your storage solutions there. Um, and we're even adding on like FTP. Um, so you can literally manage all of your online storage all in one place. So it's great for IT teams. It's great for service teams. It's great for entrepreneurs and even just consumers and power users that have family members on Apple, but they're on, you know, Google and, you know, everything like that. It just helps you keep everything kind of, you know, in sync, uh, has some really great features like, um, 
automatic backups, uh, advanced file encryption. Uh, you can easily move between all the different services. So I definitely, you know, recommend everybody check out drivey.com. And, um, you know, just if, if it looks like something cool, sign up, you'll get access to our free beta and, you know, you can give us some feedback and let us know, you know, how, how we can improve it and make it even better. Absolutely. And I love that you opened it up for input and feedback, because I think that's another important part when it comes to um, starting any kind of a, a entrepreneurial journey is really getting the insight from the customer themselves, people yeah. who are using it and really finding out um, wh- where the needs are, where the errors might be, where, how you can improve. How has that been something that you've lo- used along your entire journey, not just in Drivey, but along your whole yeah. journey? How have you been able to use customer feedback or feedback from clients and things like that to help you grow and not take it personally. Yeah, no, absolutely. A, a customer-driven development, product development is just like, it's kind of the de facto now, but it wasn't always. Back, you know, when we first started, you would build and scope this giant product and all the, you know, whether it's a website or an application, you, mm-hmm. you know, iron it all out because you knew what was best and you knew what your customers needed and you just made that happen. And a lot of those things failed because, they, you know, you're building this in your tower and your closed box with right. all your own thoughts and feedback and not actually talking to understand the problems or, or uh, needs of your, of your customer, of your users. Um, so that's really important. Uh, we use it for, you know, products that we develop for our uh, clients at Tragic and then also for Drivey and our, and our other SaaS platform as well. Um, we started with just, you know, these solutions are solving problems that I have. So it makes right. it a little bit easy because like I'm kind of the, you know, I know the needs and problems that I'm facing, but also like, I don't want to just build a platform for myself. That's not really a great business model. So, right. uh, so we, we started with tons of customer interviews, you know, uh, reaching out to people that were potential customers and just, and asking them, you know, just having very candid conversations about some of their challenges in the space of managing, you know, multiple drives. And, you know, so for driving, we found out that, one of the really annoying problems people had was like trying to find a file when they have lots of different accounts. Um, which account did I save that file in? Which account did they share that in? So we made so that inspired the feature for our, our multi-cloud search. So now when you search on Drivey, it searches all of your connected drives. So you can search across any drive on there and find what was that file? You know, uh, I know it was shared with me recently from this person, or I know, you know, this is part of the name and you can more easily find that. So that wasn't something that we were initially planning on, but that feature became a really important feature from our customer research. That's awesome. And and w- were they able to just submit feedback or did you have something uh, that up or? I, for, for these ones, I did a lot more just like uh, personal interviews. Um, I have mm-hmm. a good network on like LinkedIn and I have a lot of colleagues in this space and a lot right. of people that I think have a lot of the similar problems that I have. So I reached out to them, you know, uh, bought them a coffee and just kind of picked their brain a bunch. Yeah. Um, I also have done some, we did some surveys. So uh, we uh, blasted some things out to our, you know, to our marketing because we have some customers from Tragic. So we sent them a survey and anybody that, you know, is in, uh, that uses file storage that is, you know, possibly looking for an advanced solution, like take our survey and give us some feedback on this product that we're developing. So there's a lot of different ways. We're talking with a client right now that we're doing some really cool uh, work for. He's a startup and he's looking to develop some landing pages um, just to kind of like A-B test driving traffic and seeing which one, you know, which wording or which 
features convert better. Um, there's a lot of like organic things you can do on Reddit and Discord uh, okay. just to kind of reach out to your community and reach out to potential users and just get some very raw, candid feedback from the people that are going to, you know, potentially buy your buy your service. So. Right, right. And of course, of course, for every good, there's bad. So um, how do you deal with, because of course, customer feedback and client feedback and market research is awesome for helping to see where you can improve. But again, as an entrepreneur in a new space, of course, we're not only sensitive about our stuff, but when is it to your best interest to protect not only what you are, but who you are on this journey? Because of course, we're going to have a lot of opinions about who the person's background is or where it's coming from and things like that, things that they think should make you credible. Like how do you navigate that as an entrepreneur? So I think, you know, any entrepreneur is going to have a strong vision, Mm -hmm. right? So you're going to have what you think is, is, you know, should be. And then that idea should be shaped by customer feedback and by interviews and by, you know, other things that you're seeing in the industry as you continue to grow and evolve your product. Um, you know, ultimately like it's up to you, it's your journey, you know? Um, so I, I think you kind of take everything with a grain of salt and like, sometimes you're going to know more because you're an industry veteran or you have a different, you know, behind the scenes perspective than maybe the user. And you're like, okay. Um, you know, I, 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 see that feedback and I capture that feedback, but we're not going to do that. But however, you know, maybe that's going to impact how we're going to market it because we know people are thinking a certain way. So how do we, you know, market our features, market our, uh, you know, benefits of our platform to them, you know, that could just be a telling sign for that. So, you know, it's always good just to absorb everything and then, you know, take that all in, but, you know, be really, I, I think still be really strong on your perspective and your journey. Like, uh, but it's always good to like, you know, bring in the influence of other people and make sure that that journey is, is valid and that right. you know, you're not like getting too caught up in your own vision of things. So it's definitely a balancing act, you know, yeah. um, definitely a balancing act. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for that. Because again, a lot, a lot of people, when you're starting the entrepreneurial journey, sometimes again, we can be very sensitive about what we're creating because we're artists in the sense and we're creating new things. And a lot of times you want people to feel about what you're doing the way you feel about it. Right. Cause it's kind of your baby. Yeah. But also it's important to not get too attached because that baby has to grow up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and in yeah. order for it to grow up, you have to let other people watch it sometimes Absolutely. and take care of it and help yeah. feed it and things like yeah. that. So if you hover, then the baby will kind of grow up in a very closed environment. So it's important that you bring that village in that can help you raise this Absolutely. child. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's, you know, that's uh, something I've been talking about uh, a lot over the past few weeks is, is kind of, uh, the evolution of being a founder and all the different hats that you have to wear. And like, ultimately I I think like all founders, your job goes to sales and marketing, you know, no matter what, like you become sales and marketing. Um, And, and, but like when you make that transition, how you make that transition, how you're bringing on the other team members is really important. Uh, I remember a few years back, we had like a a really big stumble and I lost uh, almost my whole team um, because uh I got caught too much like working in the business and I wasn't working on the business. Very classic cliche, but it totally happened. I was in there deep in a project and I looked up and I was like, wait, who's doing our sales? You know, and like, oh, that's me too. So then, you know, so we ran into a a problem where we had a really big slowdown. I had to let a bunch of people go and then rebuild it all back up. So like we were talking about offline, you know, you always see that success or you see that end product, but you don't really see that journey that that person has been through. And like, 
all entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of times their first one, two, three ideas fail, um, or they work on a business a really long time before they hit that moment that helps them just to accelerate super fast. Um, so you can all, you always, you know, don't judge yourself. Don't judge your journey. Just, you know, always grow, always push forward and just be confident in yourself and in, in what you're bringing to your industry, to, you know, the table and, um, you know, just, uh, just know that the the journey is tough, you know, running a small business, growing a business into a large business. It's challenging. It is. It is. And and you got to trust the process. I know that sounds cliche, too, but <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to trust the process because much like a baby, since we were using that metaphor, you can't just you shouldn't just throw it away. Right. Like no, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably bad. Yeah. So just sticking with it and sticking through it, because I, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, when they start, they when they hit that brick wall or when it gets tough, that's when they just throw in the towel and give up. Like, you know, yeah. get this business yeah. and you wouldn't do that with your baby. So just keep pushing, keep growing it, just bring in more help. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to ask for help. Don't be, mm-hmm. be afraid to bring in some professionals, a consultant of sorts that can definitely help you through that part of the, because it, it might be one part that you just can't get right. Right. Yep. And then yep. now you bring in that coach or consultant. Mm-hmm. That really just helps you open up your mind and see things differently because yeah, you see a different in path. Box. Right. Yeah. right. No, absolutely. No, that I, I agree with that hundred percent. Like it's going to get hard. And when it does, you just have to push through. You have to believe in yourself, believe in your vision, and you just have to push through. I, I mean, there's definitely been multiple elements throughout my journey where, you know, we hit a hard spot and, you know, ultimately it comes down to me as the founder and, you know, as the owner to, solve it and to make sure that I can continue to grow the team, provide a great, you know, working experience for my employees and, uh, you know, great solutions for our clients. Absolutely. Absolutely. How does one get in touch with you in order to be able to get, get your amazing services on the Oh yeah. Well, I mean, reach out rich at tragic.media or I'm really big on LinkedIn. I love that platform, just sharing in other people's business journeys and everything. So please reach out and connect with me there. Um, if you sign up on drivey.com, you can get free access to our beta and, you know, give us some feedback and uh, check out our new product. And yeah, I would love to, you know, um, even if we're maybe not the right solution for uh, an entrepreneur for our business, you know, I have a really good network. So I, I'm always just interested in helping people with their journey. So if I can't help you, I probably have a good referral for somebody, you know, great branding group, perhaps that, you know, can help you out or whatever. So um, yeah, no, I'd love to connect with anybody (laughs) anybody on the show, please just reach out, have a conversation, just learn what you're working on and how I might be able to help. Awesome. Awesome. And how do they contact you again? Uh, LinkedIn or rich at tragic.media. Awesome. If you go on LinkedIn, it's tragic rich. Yeah. You find his profile on LinkedIn under that. And of course, he's more than willing to help you. There's a, a ton, a lot of information in regards to some of the tech stuff he does. And he's very, very active on, on LinkedIn, as you can see. So be sure to check him out there. And as far as your email, you said your email is rich at tragic.media. Rich at tragic.media. And he will be happy to help you. Absolutely. To get on, get on a phone call, hear what you're working on. You know, uh, maybe I can just have some advice or, or connect you with another great consultant. Um, or, you know, if you are looking for some cloud software dev services, we do uh, machine learning, we do uh, blockchain development, we do a lot of like pretty advanced, cool stuff. Um, so check out our website, tragic.media, and, and definitely just, you know, reach out for a consultation. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rich. I mean, I really enjoyed talking to you. I mean, not only um, are you just very insightful, but I, I love that you are self-aware and that you you 
were part of your own journey because a lot of people they're on the journey they don't even know they're on it (laughs) (laughs) right but the fact that you were part of your own journey and you got to witness it and got to be part got to really evolve and gave yourself room to do that I think that's very admirable so oh thank you so much (laughs) Uh, thank you for having me on this was great love a big fan of the podcast and you know love to continue looking forward to your future episodes Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you heard it here today, everyone. Visit tragic.media to to get more information on your expert software cloud and data team. Um, And also, if you want to be able to be able to um, kind of do a trial of Drivey, visit drivey.com and go ahead and sign up and you'll be able to be part of the beta testing and get some feedback and input. So I know I will be signing up. Yes. (laughs) Because I have a couple of cloud-based platforms that I use that I wish are just all in one place. So I'm definitely going to sign up. (laughs) Great. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. This was awesome. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Tune in next time for Leaders on the Rise. Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag leaders on the rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandygroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at LydiaPierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.